hey hasita remember that passion fruit concentrate from kurg that you're planning to send to me yes how can i forget so i have an idea can you send it to me on a horse uh, <laughs> i'm not kidding the guy will come on a horse have you opened the swiggy app yet or not oh my god <laughs> Okay, okay. Who is this knight in shining armor that we're talking about? <laughs> so apparently, I mean, I don't know how much of it is staged, and uh, it feels very real. Somebody spotted a guy on a horse with a swiggy backpack in the Mumbai rain, looking like he's very, very focused on delivering whatever he's got with him. So now Swiggy says, "Hey, where we want to find him? Like he's our ambassador. He's the dude, the knight in shining armor." <laughs> and they've gone out so far as to change that little rider scooty on the app so now if you open the app and actually place an order you'll see this little guy on a horse <laughs> heading towards your Gently house trotting yeah. <laughs> oh my god so when you had me at horse mumbai reins and swiggy backpack like i don't know how those three they just don't make enough sense in my head but clearly they did to swiggy just in time too because yeah as you rightly said they've turned that into such an amazing moment marketing campaign right like i saw on twitter that apparently they're offering uh, 5000 bucks to anybody who spots who this uh un uh what's the word for it unassuming champion of swiggy is Yeah, and, uh, and the responses are hilarious. Hey, that's the guy in Dadar. Hey, that's the guy on Marine Drive. Highly <laughs> <laughs> doubt, as is that monsoon. <laughs> so, what yeah. an interesting the, campaign. Yeah, and I think that's what um, I mean. As business owners, we all want, right? We want that uh, that quirky little story, that idea, yeah. that something which just makes a splash. And you know, this forever waiting for organic reach to reach somebody—it's <laughs> uh, getting tiring, honestly. Yeah, I know. I feel for you, Subha, because as you know, I'm also going through the same thing as is everybody else. I think. Uh, and just the other day, in fact, uh, I was sharing a link with my team uh, for the campaign that what three words. Uh, this geolocation, you know, mm-hmm. fancy geolocation platform that uses three words to tell anybody where you are, uh, was using as a campaign, and we'll put a link in the show notes. And I was just saying, you know, when did we stop having fun with the whole thing, right? You know, it could be so exciting, and somehow we started quantifying it into an X number of posts a month or a Y number of comments a month, uh, which I think uh, kind of defeats the whole purpose. And like you said, we are all waiting for this organic reach pipe dream to materialize, and it just never seems to. So let's kind of dive deep into that today. uh and talk about our relationship with social media and where the expectation i think sometimes about organic reach comes from and is there still hope i mean right i think that's the question that we are all asking so let's dive right in sounds good i need to hear that there's hope <laughs> welcome to the damn good marketing podcast now that we've forayed into social media There are some very, very big, extremely poignant questions that need to be asked about social media, such as, does the platform have my best interests at heart? And if I'm running a business, what can and can I not expect from social media in general? That's exactly what we'll be discussing today. Like I said, Hasita, the pain is getting to be quite real because 
there are a multitude of platforms and and while that was always the case um, it's it's just not possible to be your whole and true self on all of them at the same time and then also build the business to back it up yeah yeah <laughs> so it really feels like hey i can either be tweeting or you know taking fancy photos for insta or whatever but i i can't then then when do i run my business but but there are so many success stories so there's got to be something that uh, you know will help just a lot of us figure it out and maybe step away from that fomo of wanting to be everywhere and do a few things right i am still not sure what the strategy should be yeah and that's an interesting question even from the larger perspective of things because i think just about 7 8 years ago and even today i think inbound marketing right the idea that somebody will discover me through the work that i'm doing or through the value that i'm adding to somebody's life and will therefore come transact with me have a commercial relationship i think that expectation still stands and some experts have gone gone so far to say that content marketing is the only kind of marketing there is right so uh, but like you said i mean not all of us want to be on every single social media platform uh you know my instagram account is still very faithfully private uh linkedin is a love hate relationship and you so have you know kind of quit twitter after realizing how much of a time and headspace uh, mm-hmm. it, it demands of somebody right yeah. uh so it, and sometimes you see this and you think is this really even for me uh should you know somebody else do it and in that case how is it going to pan out uh and there are genuinely no easy answers right because we have seen people succeed uh, with all kinds of systems and we've also seen people fail with all kinds of systems uh which is where i think some foundational questions do need to be asked from time to time uh such as what i think whole truth did recently right i mean they said uh, we've had it with instagram mm. uh, organic reach is genuinely not taking us anywhere and somewhere the cost versus benefit of paid ads especially for d2c brands uh, which is a numbers game right i mean and not all uh, products have a lot of margins to kind of you know keep acquiring customers at a certain cost forever yeah. right so then the question comes up and i think it's a, it's a pertinent question to ask that is this platform really giving me any return on my investment and if so what is that return like am i hoping to engage people such as you know the swiggy zomatos of the world their accounts are not really about the sales at all right uh, but is that enough for me is that enough of attraction inducing engine in my case mm-hmm. uh, and especially when you're a small team you know should you focus on building the business or should you focus on <laughs> just being on social media the whole time so i think that question always remains right should i just focus on building my business or should i focus on you know being on instagram being on linkedin being on clubhouse tomorrow somebody being on discord like how is that even going to work sometimes correct and you know as you said that i just realized that uh, we are also not the same person on all platforms right like i didn't uh, see the swiggy posts as raincraft or as a coach yeah i saw it as me the general consumer of content on that platform yeah and uh, i think i left twitter because um, it, it was a very in a way a personal p- space for me mm. i've made a lot of good friends over the years and unless i was like really whole and soul there throughout the day i was missing out you know the threads of yeah. conversations the joke of the day etc uh, etc et so i said okay i don't i don't need this but i might still have a professional account there yeah and and share certain things so i think maybe that's something to think about right like 
who all can we be on social media so true and i like what karthik shrinivasan says about our personal brand being something you know it's like a house with 100 windows and it's mm-hmm. not that you'll open all 100 windows at all times uh, you just kind of be very selective but what you said also kind of makes me think uh, you know about who i am even as a consumer uh, because in consuming content i am trading my time right mm-hmm. uh, for an expected outcome which is i want to be entertained i want to be educated i want to xyz on different platforms right but that also brings up the conundrum of how much content do i consume from any given handle like for example subha when stranger things season 4 was releasing in two parts i was following the stranger things page on instagram mm-hmm. because i wanted to know when the interviews came out and when the celebs were doing photo shoots and things like that but once the volume 2 was over and i had my fill of content i stopped following them okay. right and i think that true of so many brands and so many creators we only and we've also become extremely cognizant of the fact that every social media platform at the end of the day is taking some time from us Correct. right so unless we have a direct transactional benefit we don't see the value of following a page you know for example why would i want frequent updates from my bank's instagram page yeah, yeah you know i don't right uh, which is also why i think in our reports that we send out especially on social media work we have stopped putting followers or uh, comments or likes on, on any of the reports because we realize we realized for a very long time that they didn't matter it's only now that we are realizing why right so mm-hmm. we focus on valuable conversations we focus on engagement and that's where i think we also put the onus on the client the business to think about what does that engagement mean to you are you expecting to feel good about it are you expecting to just be out there are you seeing these platforms as a way to capture market signals or are you seeing it as a sales channel Yeah. and depending on that we quantify right like if it's a sales channel for you we want to quantify the number of valuable conversations you have but if it's just a place to be for you to tell the world it's more of an awareness engine and i think social media should be just that uh, then the nature of conversation is what we would want to try and quantify over yeah. a period of time and and you know i was just uh, it made me think that we keep using the word engagement but <laughs> uh, even and i'm guilty of this all i do is just push out a post yeah. right i i'm not spending any time like have i engaged with four other similar businesses or those who could be potentially mm. my partners or have i engaged with you know two other coaches on that platform yeah, yeah. i haven't right so how am i expecting somebody that else will to, engage yeah, with me yeah yeah exactly it's a bit of a give and take and it's interesting you brought that up subha because the two brands that i do follow on instagram are an independent bookstore based out of bangalore called uh, champaka <laughs> and a coffee brand a very niche coffee brand called kere haklu uh, hopefully we have an announcement to make on that soon uh, so i think the interesting thing Uh, or the reason why i follow these is that first of all on any given weekend when i want to feel good i look at their content uh, and that again is a two way street right like for example if i didn't enjoy reading books me enjoying a champaka you know instagram handle is very unlikely mm. but because i do they did this extremely fun thing last week where they said send us an emoji and we'll send you a book recommendation mm. and usually i don't take book recommendations from people i don't know but with champaka that's never been a problem right so i'm like hey let me send an emoji and see what happens mm. likewise with kere haklu i think what i really like is that you know i see them making avocado sandwiches one day uh, in fact last weekend i think they did an entire weekend of just ask me anything kind of you know so 
stories wherein people asked pretty much everything right like they asked how do you manage an estate of this size right down to hey does coffee stain my teeth mm. and everything in between right and i think that is engagement right it's not about uh, likes comments shares uh, while we do want to quantify it that way i think the larger question comes down to have i been able to have a transactional value wherein this conversation has added value to somebody and it's added value back to me as well right and i think that's why a lot of us small business folks gave up quite early on uh, spending for ads because uh, we've all tried facebook ads yeah. and uh, we don't have the budget so we try pretty paltry sums i guess from facebook's point of view so they dump a whole lot of random likes yeah on yeah. us um and I, and i swear to god i don't think 90% of those people exist in the real world <laughs> with the names that they claim to have yeah. um and you know so that's why we gave up very early because we didn't know what to call it but we were looking for that engagement that mm. someone mm. who i mean like don't just click on a blog link mm. or click like on a blog link because i can see that you haven't actually gone, gone to the blog <laughs> yeah 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 and that's the boon and the bane of uh, reach right yeah. another huge metric that we keep discussing in the context of social media but that's interesting right so i mean uh, uh, if you were looking at a hoarding mm. would you expect that your ad would be placed there for free Mm -hmm. right uh, even like a sports person's t-shirt would you expect that the brand has not paid to have their logo mm -hmm. present there uh, why then do we expect that of digital media mm -hmm. and i think it's also the you know square blame has to be placed on digital media to a certain extent in the sense that they got us used to that idea right 10 15 years ago when facebook was very new uh, you know everybody wanted to create a page and suddenly they had a thousand fans as they called them back then 10000 fans but let's be honest you and i we are not fans of coffee mugs and uh, yeah. you know uh, whiteners and sharpeners right we are just like people who are interested in certain things after a point in time so at some point i think even the platforms have realized and that's exactly what they've done is first of all there are a lot of us right now mm. let's just like make peace with that right and therefore we all feel like we are sharing relevant content and literally we are all just kind of shouting into a void at which point the platforms have started doing something that they call prioritization of engagement right mm. like if i engage more with your post the next time you post something the likelihood that i'll see it is far higher because i like you like yeah. in the real world right? <laughs> <laughs> so that also kind of applies for paid advertising right like i mean if it's not there's no free lunch in any case i think Correct. we've all grown to accept that much uh it's only the degree of money that you have to pay and this is where i think sometimes uh, when we do share costs for paid campaigns people are genuinely surprised and rightly so because what was once supposed to be free is now costing 30k 40k upwards you know a mm -hmm. month even for platforms like instagram linkedin is pretty much out of reach mm. uh, for a lot of brands so i think for us first of all the thing that we need to accept is that the free days are over right uh, there is never going to be this whole concept of oh my god now i'm getting so much you know unless you do obviously something wildly creative yeah. and really tap into a moment you will still get an x amount of traction because of that Correct. like the stranger things example Correct. but beyond that there's no such thing as someone who will fall in love with you and stay in love with you for the rest of your life which really means that 90% of your time you have to focus on uh, yourself in the sense that you have to Uh, generate quality stuff yeah. right so i mean why why do you go to champaka uh, someone could replicate it 
easily hmm. you go because they are taking the effort to recommend books that they know their audience likes they're yeah. stocking books that are not available elsewhere right. easily like the the core business is still something that they're focused on so right? true so true there's a startup i mean i mean there's a young uh, uh, business woman who i work with coach mentor and uh, she makes children's books hmm. right and so we were having this conversation where she was saying the same thing that i've got six books and um, six books over a period of 3 4 years and now i'm not seeing the engagement and hmm. the style goes changing every day etc etc and intuitively what i said to her is that your audience has already bought those six books mm-hmm. so you have to focus on making book 7 8 and 9 <laughs> so true right yeah. your core business doesn't stop and you're looking at the six books sales or, or not even sales engagement on mm-hmm. these platforms to validate whether you should do a seventh yeah. it doesn't work that way yeah and you're right right i mean it takes two things first of all a bit of a self actualized situation to realize that at the end of the day my only difference or my competitive advantage is always going to be the fact that i do xyz mm. and i do it in a certain manner right everything else is just distribution right and that can be done whether you pay x amount of money or more less is the only subject in question but the fact is distribution is never usually the bigger problem right, right. and that's why i think that outside in perspective that you brought to an intervention like that subha and that's where even as agencies what we try mm-hmm. to do is also exactly that right uh, we have to be honest and tell people that hey you don't have a product sometimes yeah. you yeah. know and uh, and this has been a very common thing in fact especially in the context of uh, b2b products which is where a lot of our work is currently focused people think they have a product mm. or even an mvp like i wouldn't even go so far as to call it a product but they think they have a minimum viable product but if it doesn't do what it says it will do then how is it a minimum viable product mm. right and this is one of my favorite examples to use is that you know the the mvp for a car is a bullock cart it's <laughs> not a wheel <laughs> right so a wheel is a feature yeah. a bullock cart is an outcome right so i think somewhere that little bit of focus also in terms of am i doing the right thing am i doubling down on that and this is in, in this context i just want to bring up the example of one other client they sell luxury homes slightly new concept in india in terms of the way the home can be owned and i genuinely like uh, how they go about the you know founders linkedin profile right yeah. so we created a bunch of posts for him they're doing really well they even sold a home off the back of you know just the linkedin reach yeah. uh, completely organically the unicorn but then he kind of also step back and said hey if i continue to post only about this then people are going to see this as a sales channel yeah. right which is this not it is my personal profile right and i think that kind of awareness about where we are and what we are showing up as is both rare and i think valuable as well no very true very true and, you know it uh, strangely reminds me of these uh, you know resume clients that i get and uh, you know they've told me okay or they've given me all the information about themselves and then they say oh but this resume is not meaty enough and i'm thinking it's not the resume's fault <laughs> like oh, it's no. your career and your career achievements and highlights right so, yeah, yeah. Uh, the resume can only capture what you've done that's true and you can shout out from the rooftops only what you've actually done yeah uh, and so you have to focus on that part <laughs> true and that's an interesting thing to bring up right because the sum total of what you're putting out there needs to be the sum total of what you're doing mm-hmm. and not the sum total of what 
you're aspiring for or how you hope things will be i mean sure we all have dreams and we all want to get there but there is also this funny little thing called reality okay. and i think what social media is doing to us to a certain extent and obviously there will be negative and positive ramifications in any situation i think the good thing for us all to take away from this is to really think about who am i and what am i doing here do I even want to be doing this? And if I do, then can I have fun with it? Yeah. Right. And let I think a lot of these other things become secondary benefits. And most importantly, accept that it will take time. Right. It will take time. And in terms of the early wins, I think some of the things that we can look for are people who genuinely message us or DM us and say, hey, you know, this sounds interesting to me or I found this to be interesting. Not only is it a validation of your idea, it's also sometimes a validation of your campaign that you went after the right people in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that much is enough because beyond that, you know, looking at an X number of uh, increase in followers or, an, or a Y kind of engagement, why has my campaign not been picked? up by four PR outlets. I think they'll all come. They'll all we'll all get there. But until we do, we just need to kind of find a place where we can continue to have fun. Yeah. And I think uh, we also don't need to be the same thing on all platforms. No, so, so true. Mm -hmm. uh, you can be the founder on yeah. LinkedIn and you don't have to really get into too much about your day-to-day -day company stuff yeah but just share your industry level thoughts right so just kind of be you hmm. and maybe on another platform maybe on facebook and facebook groups or something you're talking you're making more of some salesy kind of yeah yeah posts so um i think being able to differentiate who you are where hmm. um, and and the, a lot of the stuff that you said really like you know do engage and do build your core business hmm. and 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 be willing to try some of this but back it up like in the real world so true and i think suba in the coaching linkedin coaching workshop that we've been doing i think people have asked in terms of i am this these 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 things mm -hmm. on a daily basis but which of these do i put on linkedin right yeah sometimes i think it, it really comes down to individual choice as well as to if i put it out there uh will i be comfortable mm -hmm. with the kind of feedback because the fact is social media is an is a bit of a extended circle of influence right like a lot of people who don't have have any context about us will probably see the post Correct. and that's not a reason to shy away from things but you know on the contrary to be a little more authentic in terms of what we yeah. do i think put in a little more thought and just do a few posts right and this is the unpopular opinion because i do know there are theories about oh do five posts a week and six posts a quarter and all sorts <laughs> of things but the fact is if i don't have five valuable things to say then let me say one good thing from time to time Mm -hmm. And let my locus of control be the 10 people yeah. who appreciate that kind of thought. Correct, correct. No, it's not easy. And I think fundamentally, we all know that our focus has to be on first building that good business, building that good brand, knowing what you stand for. And then I think all of what you've said, like approach each channel and think about who you want to be there fundamentally. Yeah. Uh, and then present yourself there. Some will work, some things will work, some things won't. So you you iterate and come back and try something else. And basically you're telling me, Asita, that it 
it's not easy <laughs> <laughs> of, of course not i mean i wish uh, there was any other way to put it but yes it is not easy it is very much a collaborative effort between whoever you choose to work with some teams at the startup stage because they do have a marketing kind of orientation from the very beginning so they choose to do it in house uh, you know especially if you are hiring younger folk i'm sure you know a lot of them are very digitally savvy and they just know they get these yeah. platforms right so things like that uh, but also so some teams do choose to work with external consultants for a variety of reasons and in both cases it really is a partnership right like right. i think the thing that needs to be said and we all need to accept is that there are no easy answers nobody has the answers so if anyone's telling you that while they're pitching mm -hmm. then they're lying to you because Correct. there are no answers i mean yeah. i wish it was different but it isn't yeah no i think that's important to for all of us to kind of uh, reinforce to ourselves that uh, agencies and kind of outsourcing some of this and partnering with others you know it's not a transaction yeah it's a relationship you need to get them to understand your brand they need to invest in figuring out who you are and how you need how you can be represented how you can differentiate etc but they're not miracle workers so just because i've handed off my instagram handle to an agency it doesn't mean like you know, 20,000 people are going to be flocking there yeah. because that's going to come from the work that I do and I have to be willing to partner, give the right brief, uh, work with them to kind of, you know, say, okay, what's worked, what's failed and try yeah. something different, etc. But those outside eyes and ears definitely help. I think we all become too close to the work the that we do, right? Yes. And we don't see it in any, we, we think, oh no, but I started this to solve this problem. So I'm forever solving this problem, but maybe the world is viewing you differently and only someone on the outside can tell us that. And I think that perspective is really, really important. Uh, like, you know, the, the, the lady I was telling you about the book, yeah, the author. So she said it was so important for me to hear that. And now this year, all that she's been doing is been working on book seven, eight, nine, and ten. Seven is already out. And she says, you know, my books one to six, you handle them online. Yeah. And uh, let me do what I do. And we, we keep bouncing ideas off each other. Um, so I think definitely... Uh, I, you know, agency, maybe the word is the problem. <laughs> you know, maybe. But what else can we call ourselves? Do tell us. <laughs> and we will kind of think about renaming ourselves. But so true. Yes. So I don't know why all of this reminds me of <laughs> last evening and, uh, you know, Coffee with Current season seven. Oh, I mean, yes. I just had to catch it. I um, my, my daughter came up to me and said, but I thought you didn't like it. I said, are you crazy? No, of like, course I don't like it, but I still watch it. <laughs> you understand, right? <laughs> I mean, I have to be topical about yeah. <laughs> Hollywood, right? Come for the trash, stay for the gossip. <laughs> And now it's time for the much-awaited Topical. So let's see, what are some of the characters there that, mm -hmm. um, and how they appear on um, social media. media. Yes. Right? So you were talking about billboards. So who do you think is like a walking, talking billboard of their brand? Oh, Ranbir Singh. I mean, I actually <laughs> do genuinely love the guy. Like, yeah. he is so outlandish and he's not embarrassed to be outlandish. Yeah. He's the star-spangled man with a plan, literally. Correct. And he showed up in this outfit and he's like, he's just so chill, right? He genuinely doesn't care what and, people think. And he makes him. you think like, dude, this can't be.
be real like you can't be so energetic and happy yeah. and colorful like what he said on the episode yesterday yeah. about going through life with a certain light footedness and i'm like right. oh such a deep thought coming from <laughs> i know so I yeah I, i think i'd like to be friends with ranveer singh <laughs> <laughs> sorry that slot is taken <laughs> by alia bolti yeah i told you to stay for the gossip <laughs> okay so tell me this who do you think is oh i'm on instagram but it's actually you know i have a life and i just happen to share here but because i'm bigger than all of this in the context of bollywood yeah karina kapoor i think yes. <laughs> But there were also so many others, right? But yeah, I think she tops the list. You know that that poor character which yeah. defines her. I think it still continues. You know, like I'm above all of this, but yeah. for all you plebeians, I'll I just know, hang around. Like give weeks. you a few yeah. tidbits from time to time so that Pink Villa can pick it up yeah. and just have like a field day. Yes, so true. Those guys are also that the Pink Villas and the Miss Malinies and you know, kind of just taking everybody's content and this just. reposting yeah, it and having yeah. an opinion yeah i mean nice even good for them so you yeah. get everything in one page <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you follow pinkula <laughs> i won't tell you okay who will wish you love and light on your birthday without fail on my birthday i don't know but no, like in general yeah, in general bollywood uh, alia no 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 love and light love and light always Anushka Sharma. Yes. Okay. Yes. Will be showered with love and light always. But I like her. Yeah, she's quite uh, sweet like and she's very sweet. Yeah. But there was a weird moment or coffee. <laughs> I I genuinely didn't get that. Oh, you didn't get that. No, I didn't get that. No. So uh, he the question was like, what would they be, be doing on their fiftieth anniversary? Yeah. So so Ranveer says we won't know. because they're so big on privacy oh that way like can't show our daughter's face and they oh, show oh. the back and oh i thought he was really being mean about his ex or something no, oh, okay no. okay interesting oh, yeah it's like two sides of exes no i don't know anyway <laughs> so i think so he was trying to say we won't know because they won't want you to know no right? okay yeah that's fine yeah yeah is that it that's all we've got I think we need to follow a few more podcasts. <laughs> I definitely need to, or you know, I can just keep checking on them from time to time and get the information I need. Yeah, uh, it goes both ways. But I think Alia and Ranbir's. I mean, all those wedding snaps—they really took the internet. Really yeah, they broke the internet. Yeah, 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 they did. And in a good way. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe it's a good thing that Ranbir Kapoor is not on social media. I mean, literally every actor or actress. is on social media yeah. isn't it and ranveer kapoor as an actor of this generation trying to launch an entire universe with brahmastra correct is not but then of course his wife does make up for it and she's like a very nice bubbly human being in general on social media yeah but i wonder where he like i don't think he's on twitter or he's generally nowhere on social yeah. media right so yeah good he married alia at least <laughs> get to know what's happening in his life now that was fun i think <laughs> that reminds us that you know we are there on these platforms for so many different reasons at different points in the yeah. day and sometimes the it's just to de-stress or just to catch gossip or just to know what's yeah. happening in the world and then the rest of the time it's like did i reach anyone with this post <laughs> <laughs> i mean what that tells you is that like the brand interaction component is so low 
so don't really make such a big deal out of social media. I mean, I know it's a channel and it's an important channel, but there are other ways to stand out. And I think sometimes don't let social media blindside us to some of these other opportunities, I guess. Sounds good. Catch you next time. See you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Damn Good Marketing Podcast. I know, I know we got a little heavy in the beginning, but I think these things needed to be said. Wouldn't you agree? Well, if you do, leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts and just give us a like if you're on any other platform. And of course, please do reach out to us on LinkedIn and tell us that you're doing a good job. We're having a bit of a formal thing going here. So we will see you on LinkedIn, hopefully. Thank you.